Hello and welcome to Accent of Women, a show by and about women from diverse cultures and languages in Australia and around the world. I'm Lourdes Garcia Larque. On today's show, we will be talking about the role of community radio in giving a voice to communities that are often underrepresented or not represented at all in mainstream media. Particularly, we will be talking about women from culturally diverse backgrounds and in community languages. Accent of Women is produced in the Melbourne studios of Community Radio 3CR on Gurundjeri land in Victoria. This year, 3CR is celebrating 40 years of broadcasting and discussing the role of community radio becomes essential. Today, we will be talking about the participation of women in community language radio broadcasting from a historical perspective. We will be broadcasting a segment of a broadcasting that took place on April 8th to celebrate the 40th anniversary of community radio 3CR. The interviews presented were conducted by Giselle Hanna and myself, Lourdes García Larque, and we spoke with Chilean programmer Vicky Ferrara and Filipino programmer Merva Martinson. Radio. Of course, today's special broadcast is focusing on community language programming at 3CR and across the um, community radio sector more broadly in Australia. Like everything else in the community sector, we had to fight for our space on air. It wasn't something that was handed to us, even though it was something that ultimately came about through government regulation and legislation. But of course, community broadcasting, this sector was established to address gaps in service that wasn't addressed by the commercial sector or government-funded public sector, particularly in the areas of access and special interest programming. The need for community radio in Australia arose in the 60s. Radio broadcasting had remained almost unchanged since before the war. While many people thought there was no need for reform, the only thing these people had in common was a belief that current broadcasting services were defective. In the 70s, those moves changed and community leaders fought for particular special airtime. In particular... Uh, they were fighting for a community-controlled radio broadcasting service that catered for the needs of educational, religious, professional, musical and other like interests. Eventually, the pioneers of community broadcasting had three shared motivations and objectives and these ultimately became the mission broadly speaking, of community radio. And those were to make broadcasting accessible to individuals and sections of the community seeking access, particularly those who did not obtain access to other media, and to expand meaningful programming choice to satisfy a wide diversity of needs and interests of lis listeners, whether numerous or not, and to engage community organisations to own, operate and control their own independent broadcasting services, thereby diversifying control of the media. Yeah, and one, some of the groups that were important in this, like pushing for these changes, were the new uh, communities that were arriving in Australia, or communities that arrived um, after the Second World War and were pretty established in Australia, but many of whom didn't speak English or wanted to preserve their community languages. And that was an important push once community radio started to have also ethnic community radio or in, yeah, community language radio. 
That was originally uh, not in public radio, but was, I think the communities had to sort of pay to have a space in the airwaves, which was a very important mean of communication at the time. So now we have internet and other ways of communicating, but if we look back at the 70s when community radio started, there was no many other ways in which communities could, could share information other than the printed press and public radio. Um, so that was a little bit of how it started, the community, the ethnic community. So when was the first uh, broadcast in community languages in Australia? When was it? Or when was it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was 1974, of course. Um, 3CR came into existence in 1976, two years after the first community radio station went live to air. But 3CR has had ethnic and community language programming right from the beginning. And what we can see today after this massive struggle by um, communities that migrated to Australia post the Second World War. I mean, these communities came into Australia as basically cheap labour following the war and eventually became quite self-determined and started to basically complain about the misrepresentation, not just misrepresentation, but the non-representation of their voices in the community, in rather the commercial radio sector. But what we can see today, uh, which is a really, really significant development, is that right across this country, this sector produces more than 2,000 hours of community language programs per week. That is, in fact, more than what SBS Radio produces, SBS being the special broadcaster whose mandate is ethnic language programming, yet our sector does it much more cheaply, not that I'm boasting about that, um, but also much more effectively in terms of engaging communities. Yeah, because communities themselves have these, these programs on, on uh, community radio, and 3CR alone has 21 programs in community languages at the moment. And that's without counting programs that are in English that have a very, very strong presence of these communities, including the program where you and I present, which is Accent of Women. But we don't want to romanticise community radio programming either. Like the rest of society, um, ethnic communities have the same sorts of struggles and biases and prejudices, particularly in relation to once... Um, programs were established, what started to emerge was the male dominance of voices on air and the ageing ethnic population that was taking up airtime. Particular groups needed to fight for space, among them women, youth, and what we talked about uh, right at the start of the show was new and emerging communities. What started to happen was when um, communities started to settle and they'd won this space, this media space, where they got to talk about the issues that impacted and affected them um, so, so profoundly that communities started to hold on to that space. So as new trends of migration occurred, it was really difficult for other groups to get space on air. So what we're going to talk about um, in, the in the rest of um, today's program is some of those battles for airspace and uh, what it took to get broader representation. So what we're going to do now is we're going to go to some community announcements um, and then we'll be uh, joined by a panel of some, what I would like to call fierce, um, and uh, I, I hate the word inspirational, but I am going to use it, fierce and inspiring women, leaders of um, their respective communities who have been broadcasting for ages, who have led communities around um, 
significant issues facing women and where radio was a medium to get that message out. Those women are um, Vicky Ferrada and Melba Marginson. You are listening to 3CR special broadcasting from 200 Gertrude Street in Fitzroy. And we are very lucky to be joined by two um, great guests that are going to help us go through the history of community um, language programs in Australia and the representation of women in community languages program. As if you were listening before, we were saying how um, sometimes even in community radio or in ethnic radio too, uh, community languages programming, sometimes there was also um, a domination of main programmers and how uh, different communities have tried to challenge this by having women's programs or women participating strongly in programming. So we've got, uh, we're joined with Vicky and Melva. Vicky is one of the, is a long-term presenter of the women's program uh, Mafalda and uh, Melba Marginson is a long-term presenter of a program that ran all the way through the 90s called Kabbalah. Welcome Kabayan. to... Kabayan. <laughs> My apologies. Um, welcome to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. So firstly, how is it that you got involved in community radio? Was it difficult? Go ahead. Okay, I'll go first. Hi. Um, yeah, it was quite difficult because I had this idea that um, being part of a feminist program, it was something rude or something that... Yeah, I have to change the way I thought in those days, 1997, because uh, I didn't really communicate well with the word feminism. So I have to learn what feminism was. And when I found out the meaning of it, uh, I got in love with it and I never left the feminism title of the program. So the program uh, Mafalda started in 1991 and I started presenting it since 1997. And it was mainly a feminist program because in those days, as you mentioned before, uh, the uh, Spanish-speaking language programs was dominated by male. And Mafalda was the only f uh, feminist and program presented by women at that time. And it was really hard to have just half an hour every week to deal with a lot of issues, with, um, to do mainly with family violence. So that's why the program started, because there was a number of women killed in the community. There was a lot of issues with family violence, and women didn't know where to go. Women didn't know what to do. They thought that they were trapped the same as they were in the countries of origin. So through the program, we've been able to inform women, uh, educate women and men, very curiously, because a lot of men, they called us. They call us on the phone and they say, well, through your program, I have learned how to, how to treat my woman, my woman. And that's amazing. It's really amazing to hear the men saying that to us. And some women, they say, well, I don't have to tune in. My husband does it for me every Friday evening. So I've been in, in the program, and I'm very proud and very privileged to still be there and continue with the work that a lot of uh, social workers, community workers, started back in 1991. So Mafalda is turning 25 years of um, going on air this year as well. So it's a big celebration for us as well. 
Well, a very big congratulations to you, Vicky. Thank that you. was a, an extraordinary story in terms of the difference that um, your... And no doubt, uh, being a Spanish-speaking program, it was able to penetrate the community much more effectively than if it was broadcast in English. Yes. Melba, do you, do, you, do you want to share about when you started in community radio? Well, I'd like to congratulate uh, Mafalda and uh, Vicky and Martha, were sisters uh, uh, anchoring the program before, because we started at the same time, 1991. Uh, and like you, you know, we started with 30 minutes and then it became an hour. Um, but uh, we have uh, the Kabayan Radio, which is a Filipino uh, radio program, had to stop. Oh, God, I can't recall anymore because it's been a long time, isn't it? I think three or four years ago, they had to stop because of the lack of, uh, of people eventually because, you know, people move on. But it has become an avenue for newly arrived Filipinos to come on board uh, and train up, you know, and, and started feeling that they belong because that's what we all want here uh, in this country. We want to, be, to feel that we are part of this country uh, we're engaging the communities, not only our communities, but the rest of the communities. We, are the, we were at the same time also facing uh, family violence. Um, we had to have a program because in around 1989, three Filipino women were killed in Victoria. Uh, which, which, and, and these cases all had history of family violence. And so we you know, I, I led a campaign. It became a national campaign. Uh, to protect Filipino women from uh, family violence. I mean, we called it domestic violence then. <laughs> uh, so from domestic violence. And uh, we documented around 18 cases of killings of Filipino women in the whole of Australia. So we were always in the media, and 3CR was our resident, you know, broadcasting uh, uh, avenue. Um, so every time that there, there was a new, you know, killing or whatever, it would be where we would talk about it. Um, and like what happened in Mafalda, people were calling us, asking help. So it, community radio, there's nothing like it. It, 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 uh, it helps with migrants feeling settled, feeling that they belong and it's, it, it gives them all the information that they could get at the first, you know, as, 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 as you know, when, you're, when you come here, you're like a baby, you don't know where to go. You know, that's why the radio program is so important. Um, and so our, our program uh, continued on also for many years, uh, but, we're, but we have men as well, okay? Uh, and so being, you know, men and women, we had a, a, a regular stream of newcomers all the time, you know, young people, even older people. Uh, and some of them, would you believe, some of them actually became paid broadcasters in the SBS. Uh, so uh, I was, uh, well, I was one of those who were doing some uh, part-time there at one stage. Um, so it also became a stepping stone, stepping stone, you know, for those who who graduated to a paid job. Um, it also was very useful for students, I'd say, because, and, and we call them now international students. Back then, we just called them students. And so it became a way by which the students will be connected with their communities here and uh, start being involved. The communities here, and I'm sure it, was, it would be the same with the other communities, 
Um, we struggle on a daily basis, you know, um, family, work, everything. And so those students becoming volunteers, you know, are a great help, you know, for us to be able to continue uh, running our community organizations. So our organization became a national organization on 3CR. Okay. Unfortunately, 3CR couldn't be heard in the other parts of the country at that time. Now um, we can be heard in other parts of the country and other parts of the world. Yeah, well, I think that's very interesting and talks a lot about how communities move and maybe at some point the, the Filipino community could move on to a different space or other spaces and other communities, other new communities came on board that we will be hearing more about that in the upcoming segments of this show. You, uh, I just wanted to, I mean, the, the issues of domestic violence that you raise, which are so central to the lives of women, it sounds to me like uh, in addition to using radio as a platform to um, in, literally empower women uh, in, a, in a safe and anonymous kind of a way, you two in particular also became community leaders and activists around these issues. How, how did you take that message out into the community? And did you experience backlash, particularly in the early days? I mean, we've only just seen um, a Royal Commission into, into family violence. And we're in 2016. You guys were doing this work in... I mean, and you were only broadcasting in 1990. No doubt the work and the stories um, were happening uh, much earlier than that, before you, there was a space to talk about it. Well, I actually attended the launch of the family violence report uh, last week, and um, there was a history part there, and I was really, really disappointed because there was no mention at all that there were non-English background communities that started raising the issue of family violence in Victoria and nationally even before this, you know, the killing of Jill Ma and the others. We were, at that time, there was also killings in the Latin American community. We were talking about it. I would say that probably the Filipino community may be a bit ahead than the others in the sense that we documented. You know, we did research. We presented our cases of murders and disappearances to the Human Rights and Equal Opportunity Commission. There was a commissioned book as a result, and that was 1989, 1990, 1991. And to say that all the work on family violence started only in 2000, hey, what do you say? I was really just, oh, I had to write the commission and say, you didn't do enough research. You know, we were always on the papers and the television and radio, you know, and yet you will say that the awareness on family violence started in 2000. Hello? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, with uh, my experience uh, as well, um, when, when I mentioned that within my community that I was uh, presenting a feminist program, I was always told, oh, you are a lesbian then. You know, it was always related to that. So if you were a feminist, you were a lesbian. Fortunately, that has been changing, and people is understanding what the, the word feminism means, and people is, for, even men, they are, you know, sticking to the meaning of the word, the real meaning of the word. The work has been really hard. Uh, as a social worker, working with clients on a daily basis and finding 
how women struggle with family violence in their homes um, and discrimination because they are women in the workplace. You know, they get less pride because they are women. And all those issues, we are able to uh, sort of um, talk about those in Mafalda and communicate those issues with our community, our audience, is really great because I think we're raising awareness and that is uh, invaluable. Can I tell you that we had incidents of actually uh, damage on properties as a result of our exposure of those issues because we had a, uh, an office in North Melbourne. So uh, they, they did some damage in the signage and and we would get uh, harassing uh, emails and, and telephone calls. Uh, and then I too was, you know, was accused of being a communist. Uh, uh, you know, you, you get all those. <laughs> 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 you know, being an, being an activist <laughs> and a feminist, uh, you're also a communist. <laughs> That's what they think. You're listening to a special <laughs> broadcast um, on Community Radio 3CR. We're at the um, Gertrude Contemporary Art Gallery at 200 Gertrude Street in Fitzroy. Come down and join us. Uh, we've got quite a crowd here, and uh, what you're listening to is a... Um, a potted history of community uh, language programming across the community sector, but particularly here on Community Radio 3CR. We're joined with Vicky and Melba, uh, two um, trailblazing women who have been in community radio for a long time, using it as a tool to, um, to conduct their activism, to access communities, to speak to women across their various diasporas to talk about really pertinent issues impacting their lives, a conversation that can't normally be had in the community but facilitated through community radio. I wanted to ask you if you also used um, radio as a medium to talk about really controversial issues that can arise in ethnic communities, issues like divorce, issues like uh, marrying outside of the community, for instance. Um, I mean, uh, Vicky, you mentioned sexuality. I come from an Egyptian background. I know this is a topic that we can't easily discuss in my community anyway. And I'm not trying to say it's easier for Anglos to have these conversations, but, you know, this right now is a conversation um, by and about ethnics, so to speak. So I wanted to know, did you use your radio platform to have those discussions? Most definitely, yes. Um, especially the equal marriage in, you know, sexuality equal rights for men, women, gay, lesbians, and all sorts of, you know, uh, sexual orientation. Um, I think the radio waves are a, a tool to educate people, and we use it very, very well, I believe. And um, we always invite people also to be part of the program, to bring their issues they want to discuss on air. So. It, the Mafalda program is an open door or an open window for people to come along and participate as well. It's not like two people presenting the program, but it's open. And that has helped us to find out about other issues within the community, like, um, you know, uh, underage marriage, things that uh, there is a lot of talk about, but no action. So, um, and no different from any other communities. The Spanish-speaking community has been through a lot of the issues that everybody else has had. So we are still in the struggle. Well, with the Filipino community, uh, the program, we touch on everything. 
um, and also when there are uh, when there were uh, actors and actresses and singers, you know, uh, that come to Melbourne, they would always we'd bring them into the 3CR, you know, and and we we would interview them uh, and made them sing from time to time. Um, we touched on everything and. I think our also very devoted uh, listeners were the older, uh, the elderly people, you know, because they're the ones who were always in the house. <laughs> so we had to even tailor some of our, you know, music, you know, to to this particular group, you know, because they were our really devoted uh, uh, listeners. But uh, wives, um, Filipino wives, the, the the issue of mixed marriages. Uh, the issue of identity, culture and identity amongst uh, the young people, the intergenerational issues, uh, physical abuse of, I mean, abuse, uh, you know, uh, domestic violence in regards to elderly so parental, people. You, oh, elder parents, abuse, right. Yes. Those were, we, we, we took up anything, you know, under the sun. Uh, so it was a very enlightening program uh, for a long, long time. Yeah, I could say the same about Mafalda. And another issue that is pre pretty much in the agenda all the time is about uh, the environment and how we can use, reuse, recycle. And we are always putting that message out there because we believe that we need to start doing something about it. And I know that within the community is a concern, and we are all concerned about what's going to happen tomorrow when the resources run out, you know, and that's on the agenda always. Well, thank you very much to Vicky Ferrada, who is currently and for a long time a presenter of Mafalda, thank you. Uh, the feminist, one of a uh, feminist Spanish program in at 3CR, and Melba Martinson, who was a presenter during over the 90s on Radio Caballan, yes. a Filipino she program at 3CR. Yeah, you guys speak Spanish, so I know the sound. <laughs> And that's all we have time for today's Accent of Women. We just listened to a segment of a special live broadcast presented by Giselle Hanna and myself, Lourdes Garcia Larque, talking about the role of community radio in representing the voices of women from culturally diverse languages and in a language other than English over the last four decades. We listened to a panel composed by Chilean programmer Vicky Ferrara, a presenter of the program Mafalda since the mid-90s, and Filipino programmer Merva Martinsen, who was a presenter of the show Caballa. This audio was part of a special broadcast to celebrate Community Radio 3CR's 40th birthday. Accent of Women is produced in the Melbourne studios of Community Radio 3CR. This show is distributed nationally via the Community Radio Network with special thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. If you want to get in touch with the producers of the show, you can write to us at accentofwomen at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter or like our page on Facebook. Thanks for tuning into the show today. I'm Lourdes Garcia Larque and I look forward to your company again in our next program. <laughs>